and welcome to the DMs Book Club, a weekly book club podcast where we talk about some Dungeons Dragons and discuss how we might include them in our role-playing campaigns. By the time this is uh, out, we'll be back from MCM, probably. We so. will be, yeah. Yeah, uh, I bet we've had a great time. Wasn't it awesome? Wow, I can't believe you did that thing at Gotham's Bard, but otherwise, I think we <laughs> As always, I have a wonderful co-host, Hamilton here. Hamilton, how are you doing, my friend? I am very good. I'm eager to look at this actually quite interesting thing we're going to be doing today, because yeah. it's, it's, it's something that... I remember, I want to say MCDM, what's his name? Matt Colville has done Matt a whole Colville. book on something he in has. regards to this. And so I think this is kind of interesting and something that a lot of players want to do, mm. which is what, Fiona? <laughs> Absolutely. So yes, uh, bearing the lead. But uh, no, um, so obviously in the past, we've looked at lots of Unearthed Arcana, but this, uh, the newest Unearthed Arcana that's just, just come out, has actually piqued our interest a little bit. It is the Bastions and Cantrip mm-hmm. Unearthed Arcana. So we're, today we're going to look at the Bastion section of it. So this idea of creating almost like a HQ, a lair, yeah. whatever you want to call it for your uh, player characters. I think this is something that happens in pretty much most role-playing games yeah. like, you know, there's inspiration definitely from here from like Blades in the Dark this idea that you have a lair and you upgrade it and you look yeah. after it over time I'm sure Critical Role had their own little keep they did. at the beginning Grayskull Keep Grayskull Keep I've had it in my own campaign where we had not only just uh, rooms in a very nice headquarters but we also had a flying ship at one point which we had to oh, get the uh, ship cool yeah so this idea of having a safe house or a safe space that your players can do their downtime in or just somewhere where we, if, between adventures what mm. are they doing and so now we have fifth edition new new edition rules for it because i do believe uh that they were in previous editions i think second edition as well but now it's sort of like let's formalize it yeah. let's just put something in there together and overall i think that there's there's a lot of pages to it oh, yeah <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of admin for running your own fantasy uh house <laughs> <laughs> i love how there's like design notes it's like we want the goal to be spent to make them happy as opposed to feeding like mortgage payments <laughs> yes exactly yeah i def- it definitely felt like that at times for us when we were in our game okay, not not that i'm complaining about at all but it was just a bit like yeah. do we have enough money to do an upgrade on the guns uh, you know yeah. like conversations that we were having with ourselves but i will say what i quite like about it is that bastions in general gives this uh, idea of getting created control over to players and something that i mm. watched in their little video about it uh, with jeremy crawford he said that we've been on both sides both you and i that we have been both players and dms and yeah. sometimes players really want to become dms but it's very daunting well this is almost like a little mini step so that it can control making their own little space mm. working out like the ins and outs of it uh, with the bastion points and upgrades and all that sort of thing and i thought that was really interesting so it sims like a an entry drug to dming <laughs> pretty <laughs> much nice. pretty much right and also um again you would know this as well with the uh, dragon uh water deep dragon ha- oh. deep dragon heist that's the word Dra- water deep dragon, dragon heist. dragon deep water heist yeah brain <laughs> but also they had like the pub there that you could do as well but this is a bit more uh that was more of a sort of service or investment you, you could run at the same time, or you had to run a little bit. This yeah. is, you can leave this place. Mm. You don't have to be at your bastion all the time. It's sort of like, whilst you're out on an adventure, you could go, meanwhile, what's happening back yeah. in your keep? What you're doing that as well. So what is your first impressions of the bastion uh, on Earth Arcana that you sort of had a quick look through? It's a thing I think a lot of players want, and I think it's offering mm. that in a really interesting way. I think the amount of detail it's gone into is great because I actually yeah. think that has aided it in making it something 
very malleable and unique mm. even even though they've tried to define things there's a lot to be chosen from mm-hmm. interesting enough in bowie's for jareth i obviously made rules for the labyrinth mm-hmm. so i gave the labyrinth the ability for jareth to uh, chloe to choose that when that they could bring characters to there it was a bit like um uh, the mansion uh i forget the marvelous mansion or whatever it is oh um, um Mordekaiden's Mordekaiden's, mansion. yeah, yeah. So a bit like that and said that you can take friends and it, and you can go there any time in and out of your like demi plane and at different levels or the amount of bell slots and etc you've got you get different ability amount of like spaces that you can choose and they mm. gave different things for different rooms so like mm. the bedroom you recover any effects on you oh, uh, and you would gain all exhaustion points from one sleep in the bedroom i think the other one was if you had a lit dining room you would gain temporary hit points for the food uh like a hero beast thing mm. i think the library would give you the ability to gain intelligence saving throws the next day you know stuff like that little things like nice. that and that's done similar things like this but in a more even like in the ways that they had in the critical role where it's mm. like tinkering checks and the sort of and using the sort of downtime rules that they have in xanathars and sort of mm. applying that to a stronghold or a keep that has people working away for you so like you know when i remember they wanted to get in critical role um a teleportation circle built mm. and they had to employ a certain number of people to do it every day to build the teleportation but that can be happening in the background and things like yes. that are happening here so i your original question wasn't exactly that but it was like what do i no. think yes good yes <laughs> like it another thing that came out of the video was like that we can use these rules right now in our campaigns we don't have to wait they've been deliberately made right now to just test yeah. it out and try it which i love and yeah uh, what i like about it as well like it's very easy plan it's like you mm. you give your players like a space uh interesting enough it could be individually you could be your character's own individual keeps or you could combine them to be one keep together with your other groups yeah. so you, don't, you don't all have to be in the same space i think the only thing i have on that is we'll get onto it a little bit is that you have these things called bastion encounters so if you're away at some point you might have to roll to be like oh what happens whilst you're away and that might be an attack or something yeah. like that uh which won't be a problem it just means like oh whilst you're away something happens but you have to, if you have to do that for five different people and you have to resolve five different things compared to say one if everyone's together I don't know. I just, that's the only thing I was yeah. like, oh, I don't want to spend. Yeah, because I, I feel like this this shouldn't be something that you have to spend a lot of time on. I think that's my thing. Like, it should be something that's fun with the role player stuff. But then all the benefits you get, you should be able to resolve it within like five minutes. You know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, people love a good shopping episode, so I can now see a new thing being a Bastion <sighs> episode. They, they you know? do, don't they? Yeah, oh. and it just be part of it. And like, people like a good admin buy stuff upgrade stuff you know play a bit of sims basically and i can mm-hmm. and i like the idea that when they describe the different types of keeps for different people mm. like a stronghold for a paladin maybe or like a fighter might want to go for something more like that you know a bit generic i get guess but like you could see it having like where you've got the wizard's tower as part of your keep which then also has a shrine to the mm-hmm. cleric's god or deity of choice and then you've got the monk might have a good training ground you know in the area and you know stuff like that i could see as being you can see it all combined but also you can imagine a lot of wizards being like i want my own little wizard's tower that is out in the- I, I want my own tower i don't want to be with you with your own exactly. smelly fighters and barbarians yeah, yeah exactly i guess for me I'm, I'm always like oh keep it convenient everyone's in the same house no i would agree normally it's like you'd all be together i'm on the top floor you're on the bottom floor you're all that sort of thing oh you know you could be you know the sort of like early days of relationship thing of the like well, I, I keep my own flat just in case. So I keep my own <laughs> tower. Yeah, we'll have a group tower. We'll have a group one. That's but, incredible. But I'm yes. gonna have my I'm gonna keep some of my clothes at my other tower. Just just to have it, just have it <laughs> just, there. Just to have it there. 
It doesn't mean anything about the relationship. No, 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 just 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 having it there. Just you know, you don't you don't need all my stuff. It's quite small. This room. No, yeah, I don't want to take up the room in your cupboards. You know, like I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, it just means there's no clutter, right? <laughs> so the idea is how it works. Essentially, is that for every seven days in game, we go. We're now going to do a bastion turn, and then you can choose to if you're at the bastion. You can then do something with either the special rooms we'll come into. So there's things called basic facilities and then special mm. facilities that you can upgrade. I know it says you can change to seven days, but I think for a, oh. for a game that is fundamentally a 10 day, it's kind of really interesting to go for. Yeah, this. I, yeah it should be a 10 day, right? It should be it a 10 really a day. Should. It should be. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think also it does say like, well, you know, if you're away for long periods of time or if you're there for longer, you can change this. Well, but it absolutely should be a 10 a day for sure. That's yeah. the whole Feyrune calendar, right? This is literally the Feyrune calendar, and it's like, why not go for 10 day? It just it felt weird. That was all. It was just... Yeah, no, no. I think that's a flavorsome thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It totally makes sense. It helps if you're at the Bastion to do those special facilities because then you can have that role play mode. And then mm-hmm. each facility has special requirements. Like, it makes sense that you, as a project manager, would be there organizing it. Or you could just say, um, resolve. And basically, just, they all just do a maintenance check, essentially. And you roll 1v4 for each of your special facilities. And that's how many Bastion points you get. And Bastion points means prizes. You can swap them for various levels of magical artifacts that you can go and source and find you can spend them at the end of every level upgrade so that you can spread your renown that you're more of a popular hero or you can spend a hundred points so I that know, just i know if you die and then you can reappear at your bastion the next day now i'm not a big fan of that last one i'll be honest i feel like you've got so many magical items that are going to come up so many ways that you will save yourself it feels for me a little bit of a cheat it's going to be hard to get a hundred bastion points don't get me wrong that's what i mean it will yeah but i just i don't know i'm just a bit like oh. I was kind of on board with it because I kind of mm-hmm. see the the reasoning behind it is that you've got to that point where you've got people that look after you and yeah. it's you are heroes of the land plot armor should be in place really shouldn't it so yeah I feel that that's the sort of thing is that you you would have that ability to have people get you home and yeah. be sort of like oh I passed out and oh I'm back at my keep you know and it makes sort of sense then the flip side of that then is that I think it should be a d6 of bastion points per facility because i feel d4 is a, i guess i understand it's like you're you're putting them on maintenance mode they're on the back burner so they're not doing anything too much but i'm like a d4 boring and again i maybe just because i'm like well as we level up it would be quite nice to be like oh at level 10 it's a yeah. d10 you have a, a higher dice value for the uh, bastion points and then maybe that means that you're the, I don't know, the resurrection stuff is a little bit higher as well. I don't know. I just I just feel like it's a bit low. Those values are a bit low for me personally. But I like the mechanic about like, yes, put them in maintenance node and then we'll get some bastion points. But if you were in the bastion and you're like, I want to go to this room and do something, you get sometimes you get more bastion points depending on what the room's purpose is. I just feel like maybe the generation of bastion points of D4 is a bit low. I would just put it as a D6 as standard. But maybe I'm just being very finicky about that. I don't know. Like, I just feel D4s are always like, Okay. It's a bit mean, isn't it? It's a bit like. It's mean. Yeah, it is mean. It's got things about like combining bastions, mm. like what kind of basic facilities, like giving you like a bit of inspiration for the player to be like, what stuff would you want in here? Is there a walk-in closet? How many windows does it have? And you're like, yeah, okay. Is there a walk-in closet? <laughs> so American. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, here is how we can. Uh, here's the room size, so you can start off with like a medium room size and then a cramped one. But if you want to upgrade, here's these goals and how long it's going to take. And you're like, oh no. And cramped, roomy, vast is um, British roomy, 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's cramped. London, London, London yeah. yeah. So it should be like London groomy, uh, American countryside groomy, and then <laughs> and then American roomy is the thing. Because like going off like American living rooms being like the oh, size massive. of most. It's like mats. what you have a TV above your fireplace. Wow. <laughs> When you get your Bastion at level five, you can get two special facilities and then you get another two at level nine, another one at level 13, and then another one at level 17. So in total, you only get six special facilities per Bastion uh, or per part of per Bastion. And there's so many options. You can really, you know, you can really customize what you want, which is quite cool. Also, good value for money. If if it was converted one GP to pounds, you're getting getting a lot for your money. Absolutely. And build times are quick as well. I mean, maybe fantasy workers are just a bit more, I don't know, maybe they're unionized or they're just really hardworking. I don't know. It's it's quite... Yeah, it must be. 100%. Just a quick example of like some of the rooms we've got. We've got stuff like the arcane study. We've got a garden. We've got workshop gaming hall. So you could like host a little festival and get some money through Mm -hmm. the gaming there. Uh, there is a scriptorium, which I saw, all the way up to stuff like meditation chamber, the pub we talked about yeah, before. Pub, love it, love it. A theatre, great. I think observatory is really cool. A, a demi plane, just classic. Just have one. There's the war room. The war room, absolutely. I like how they've also got this order. So there's this whole different, you know, the sort of different order. So a bastion turn the characters can issue special orders mm. to one or more of the bastions and the character needn't issue orders to all of them the different ones are like craft uh, mm-hmm. empower harvest maintain recruit research and trade and then each of those rooms is given a sort of order that you can when you make that order they then engage us that's how i understand it so it'd be mm-hmm. like craft that means okay so the ones like the arcane study they will start crafting an item that can be made in that facility Mm-hmm. And that's like how you then get your magical items built. It's how I'm understanding that, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 And and it's quite nice. Yeah. Like you said they're, they're quite simple one word things like maintain, mm. research, trade, etc. Yeah. Like command. Yeah. Command. Like we said in the last episode, it's like, ah, uh, grovel. As eat. it also <laughs> eat, drink. So one of the other things I quite liked, and we spoke, you spoke about it just before we came on recording, is that some of these rooms have, like, so like the pub, for example, they'll have, here is also a table of the things you could sell at the pub. And Bigby features quite heavily in quite a few of these things. Oh my gosh, yeah, Bigby's everywhere. They're in the light, the reference book, Bigby's handy. <laughs> okay, Arcana Codex. I like that. And then there's also the pub. Bigby Burden. Oh, it's a drink. Yeah, beverage. Drinking this beverage grants you the enlarged effect of an enlarged reduced spell that has a duration of 24 hours for which you get no saving throw. I think they're all fun. I think the arcane study is great. You get that's what you get to make craft arcane focuses well like the uh, the guild hall as well that like you become yeah. like the patron of a guild hall and then there's yeah. like here are some sample guilds and assignments you get so they you know what all the tables in this uh, you don't have to roll for them you just pick one that's your fancy and i'm like yeah. these are really well detailed and interesting and like i said they, the guilds for example will be like oh adventurous guild here is their symbol here is their first quest but the dm can make up other ones as well so you're like yeah. oh my god even more mini games and side yeah. quests it's yeah i really like it the armory and the barracks also so helps you with your defense which becomes another mini game when there's the battle of the bastion or whatever it's called battle yes of- at the end yeah, yeah. Uh, the garden has four different types of garden it could be decorative yeah. and you could sell the you could sell bunches of flowers to people so they've gone like yeah. you know it's one like what else can we do with these rooms you know it's like the gaming hall becomes a gambling den at the end of the, and so the end of the seventh day rob centralizing and consult the gambling den winnings table so how much portion of it because the house always wins mm-hmm. so if you get like a d100 you can get up to 10 d6 times 10 so like 10 D6 could be 60 times, so 600 gold if, you, if you've if you done if you've done if the you, best. If you, if you roll amazingly, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, so all of these rooms, and obviously this is only just a, a non-exhausted list. I'm sure that, again, DMs Guild will have like, here are a hundred rooms you can put in your mm-hmm. bastion, you know. I just, yeah, I really like that. There's like a menagerie as well, if you want it to be like, yeah. I'm going to have a zoo just randomly yeah. and and then some of those animals um if you're know, depending what the time they're like would you like to fight as part of the defenses of course you would put a polar bear on the uh, on the on the barracks yeah, exactly. that owl bear out you know giraffe as a siege weapon uh garden i mean the garden gives you really cool things that you can get de- decoration which gives you perfume that you can sell for five pounds but also you get the herbs that are used to create a potion of healing which is quite good or poisons or antitoxins, yeah. which are quite good. And you can harvest those. The, uh, in, in the greenhouse as well gives you those as well. So harvest healing herbs and harvest like poisons. poisons. Yeah. yeah. The guild halls are great. The jewelry's guild, the adventurer's guild, cartographer's guild. Also, you pay them 500 GP to produce a map of a known adventure location and deliver it to your bastion in seven days. It's cool, right? Nice. Or like, I think I would highly recommend checking out this UA anyway. Like, obviously, yeah. the stuff about the tri- cantrips, which we won't cover in this particular episode. But it's just like, oh, it actually gives a really nice, simple framework. Mm. And yeah, of course, you like you don't have to use all the rooms. You're like, oh, meditation uh, chamber, great. You can get fortified saves. You meditate in the facility. Amazing. Fortify mind, body, and spirit. If you leave the bastion during the time, you gain no benefit. But otherwise, at the end of the seventh day, you gain advantage on two kinds of saving throws for the next seven days, chosen mm. randomly from the fortified saves. So you can have advantage. On on any strength, Dex, Con, in Wiz, or Charisma, which is, I mean, really great. Needs no Highlands either. You just literally, it's space is cramped <laughs> by default. <laughs> ah. It's a, not even a meditation chamber. It's a it's a one of those sensory deprivation chambers, basically. In yeah. The corner. Where's Simon? Whoa. <laughs> Something that you were saying off podcast was that you would love it if they had like example mats or local, you know, yeah. like uh, example like floor plans yeah. that you could give to players rather than just because they don't have it in this one. But yeah. I love the idea you can give that and you're like, okay, I'm actually going to set up my room with Little minis, minis and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, we've had battle maps in our rooms in our, in our level twenty one. Somebody, I won't say who, it wasn't me, let in a vampire, and then we had to do a massive big fight in our rooms. Love it, and it was, and, but it was incredibly tense at the time. But afterwards, I looked at it and thought, that's such a cool thing to be honest. Honest, as an architect who can make 3D models of buildings, I would so be <gasps> up for making like if I had a if I had a long running campaign to like build it, design it, get it all as like a 3D model. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun. That'd be super cute. Yeah, you by the end of the campaign, you just go here it is, and everyone's going, but oh, losing their shit over their different bastions and stuff. And then the like you was talking about it before, like the fall of a bastion. So the only mm-hmm. reason that. It would, uh, you know, you might want to get rid of the Bastion for whatever reason is basically if you just don't do anything. Oh, yeah. Just it's like National Trust has to turn up and take it over. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, they reclaim it back on it's looted and then burnt to the ground, perhaps. You're not. You you can give it up at any time and then that's when it's looted and burnt or you just don't do anything and it just becomes a part of history. I would personally put in that fact that an attack, if you're not there, can take it out essentially and you have to rebuild it out like they they had these um these encounters where you could attack it and you will lose some defenders and stuff but it's not the same like if you if you can come back to life at your bastion the next day i think you should there should be a chance what is it with the worlds that it's like you leave a building up burn and loot it yeah <laughs> <laughs> pillage i mean to be fair like it's <laughs> what happened throughout like antiquity i mean like i was at a national trust house the other day and it was when they dissolved the monasteries in the UK, they Henry VIII just like said, "Well, have this land." Gave it to his mates, and his mates went to the monasteries, took the stone, built a bit, built a little hunting lodge out of the stone. So the stone yeah. is just like from the the old wow. monastery. 
but it's the same like um Villa d'Este, uh, which is Hadrian's Villa, Hadrian's Villa. If you know Hadrian's Villa outside Rome, it's a huge old Roman villa of Hadrian, like, of the wall fame, Hadrian's mm-hmm. Wall. <laughs> but down the road, there was a Roman something or other, a prince like post post Roman Empire person, mm-hmm. Renaissance era, built Villa d'Este, beautiful building. Uh, but yeah, most of all the stone there is just nicked nab from this old Roman villa down the road, mm-hmm. and that's what they just did. So wow. it is kind of true. They do, yeah. Like kill it, I guess but... that feeling. Yeah, you'd be like, where's half the wall? And you but just look just... down the road, and it's a new co-op or something. No, it's literally there. Well, yeah, it's basically like that. Exactly. Yeah, you can get rid of your bastion, or it can fall to it, but it's mostly because mm. due to inaction from the players, which I think it's fine. But I do. It doesn't feel as much of a, as a threat as some of these events. I think though, if they know orders to their bastion for a number of consecutive bastion turns equal to the level, so you get it at level five. Yeah. So it's five. So five, five times seven times is seven. Oh, come on, that's 35. We know that's a month. <laughs> you don't talk to them for a month. But but then you could be on a different plane, you could be exiled, you could be gone through the Feywild. You know? I feel it's a bit like, if you do like, I'm going away for a month. You don't think your house would burn down and get looted. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think you would think, if I don't come back, I'm going to the Feywild, guys, just so you know. Oh, um, but you are, uh, no, but you can use a turn to maintain if you're away, can't you? You can, yeah. I guess it's just something as if, like, you you have no communication. Oh, yeah, you, I, I don't know. Some, I don't know, something like that. Or like you, you like you said, you have that time dilation because you go to different planes and it's much faster. Oh, yeah, I did do that in my Water Street Dragon Race, and they went to uh, the Shadowfell and had the time dilation issue, which mm. meant they came back since months later. Mm. And uh, which was good for story reasons, but also I just made it like, well, everything's fixed on the building, and someone else oh. is living there, and it's fine. You know, you'll still own it. But they were like, where the heck have you been? Where, where have you been? This is our place. We reclaimed this place. <laughs> <laughs> and some of the Bastion events are quite fun. Obviously, there's like one yeah. to, if you roll into D twenty one to nine, nothing happens other than attack. You have lost hirelings, like some of the people that you've hired, they just disappear. Refugees come. There's friendly visitors. Mm. Request for aid. Honored guest comes. Love it. Yeah. I love that one. It gives you some good honored guests as well, with some events to happen, which is quite fun. The guest is a dragon. <laughs> oh, some other flying monster that perches atop your bastion until the next bastion turn, or it's killed, driven off. It is indifferent to, towards others, so it's just there going. No, <laughs> this is mine for now. I stay here. Yeah, it's like, it's proper cat mode, right? It's like mm. really is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a magical discovery as well that you find uh, a yes. magical item, but it can't be a suit of armor, a shield, or a weapon, and it's magic. It's only temporary, but you still have something. So, like a a rod of immovability, you just have, and then you... that's a bit why. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine, maybe yeah. It goes. It's, it's magic. It's, it's, I, just, I wouldn't make magic temporary. temporary. I would say the magic isn't temporary, but its ownership is temporary. I like that. Like yes, better. That yeah. belongs in a museum, and that's kind of it. Again, just a whistle stop tour of all these different. Like, like I said, it's just I think. You can easily take it and put it into any campaigns that you're starting mm. or any ones that, you know, using it some of the older adventures. I just think it's really nice That's and straightforward. Like yeah, I really like it as well. There's a lot here. I'm always about giving more to players to play with. Mm-hmm. And these are all really, like, thematic. They've all got loads of really cool things to it. Even just taking those drinks, just like I said, there's the, as I yes. said, the Bigby's Bird, and there's the Kiss of the Spider Queen, which is drinking this beverage grants you the effect of a spider climb spell. Moonlight Serenade drink this beverage gives you dark vision within 60 feet for the next 24 hours. If you already have dark vision, it's range is extended by 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Positive reinforcement. Yes. Resistance <laughs> to necrotic damage or sterner stuff makes you immune to the frightened condition. I mean, you know, I think that's great. All fun little things to have. Tib in our Discord, he yeah. recently put together some homebrew rules for crafting beer. 
and stuff oh. like that, which he asked people to talk about. This was a, maybe a little while ago from time of recording, but I can imagine if like, oh, if someone's really interested in brewing stuff, then whatever they brew could become on tap at the this pub that they've got in, you know, all that sort of thing. Like mm. anything, it's something, the system, you can easily incorporate anything else you're trying quite easily. Yes. And like you said, it becomes the shopping episode. So maybe you go, okay, this session, we're just going to do downtime. We're just going to chat it through. Because people do love hypotheticals, I guess yep. that's the thing. Someone's made a one-page getting drunk in Mortpork thing called um, Piss Drunk. <laughs> but what's quite fun is you do a series of toughness checks after each drink. And so what I love about it is after the first drink, you get like, you do a drunken jig, you make a merry thing uh, and nothing, you know, uh, and mm -hmm. you receive either a day's free food, 20 silver or unclean scroll for doing like being good. But if you survive the first, we get to the second one, everyone gets really angry at you, right? So the first one's good if you if you fail the roll on the first mm -hmm. one and you just see, but if you fail it on the second time, it's bad. If you get to the third one and succeed, Mm -hmm. you end up like gaining all these benefits for like being basically pickled. <laughs> so I like, it's really cool. Yeah, more homebrew rules for drinking in games. It seems 100%. like that's, that's the message of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. That was just a whistle-stop tour that looking is. at the Bastion, Bastion stuff. I know it's just very simple, really. Again, like mm. you can get a, a lot of out of it. It feels like a lot because it's 23 pages, but actually... yeah quite condensed and you can easily you go what's this room and just skip to it so uh so yeah thanks for thanks for quickly looking at that with me because i was like oh let's yeah check it out it's really interesting problem so hamilton uh what's on the horizon anything awesome. you if you can't think of anything because i'd appreciate it is we're recording this in a big batch that's the behind yeah. the scenes stuff um is there anything you would like to recommend either tv oh. or book or or anything uh rpg wise we already talked about the bear we didn't know i talked we talked no. about that on hazard strikes but i will talk about on this Ooh, the bear <gasps> on Disney so Plus. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just so good. Cuz, cuz. Oh, no. I just, uh, one of the best TV shows I've seen in a long time. If you wanted to watch The Bear, I just wanted to say that that is like a, a kitchen deli in uh, oh, Chicago. Yeah. And it's just a really good one. My recommendation off that recommendation is watching Boiling Points, which is like the UK equivalent mm. on iPlayer just now because they've got their, their, the film, which is shot all in one shot. Oh, and right. The first series has just come out with four episodes, which oh, isn't okay. shot in one shot, but it's, it's incredibly tense and content okay. warnings about it is it's, you think it's stressful working in the kitchen it's very stressful working in the kitchen so oh, the bears so at first oh, that season is like just shout 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 oh, shout, God, shout my, my heart really yeah. oh yeah but yeah good good recommendations there mm. so i appreciate it what about you have you got any recommendations uh, recommendations other than obviously listening to our podcasts and watching <laughs> hazard stripes and and obviously where yeah. um so I've been trying to read more fiction books because I've I've been one of those. The reason why I started the Ian's book mm. in the first place, as you know, is that I couldn't read fiction during the pandemic. So I started reading nonfiction, making notes about it. Mm. So I'm trying to get back into fiction now. And I read a recently Yellow Face by R.F. We Kwan. saw that together when we were in London, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. interesting story. I've read it. It's very good. Yeah. Very good. It's not what you expect. You think, oh, it's 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 a very interesting point of view. So this idea that uh, a a white author uh, steals off her uh, friend who dies accidentally and steals off her copy, which is uh, about obviously her heritage and stuff like, that, and passes it off as her own, and the consequences of you know cultural appropriation, toxic friendships, all sorts of things. Very readable. It had me gripped. Well, it did sound like very interesting and and just in engaging with that theme in a really like super toxic way mm. which sounds just kind of like 
you know you can imagine it's one of those like it's just all going to go wrong and you just kind of feel you fear for her quite a bit but then it like i said it's also an interesting take at like how publishing works and how when you've written something someone goes oh could you change this and change this and change this to the point where you're like it's not what the original yeah was at all and so yeah, yeah. absolutely fascinating. tell you what I'll bring it to you can take it from when we're at, you're here for Comic Con yes, so you, you can borrow my copy because it's uh, yeah highly recommend that yeah. but thank you so much for listening and we'll see you. you on, on the, the flip, flip side bye, bye everyone <laughs> and I'm watching Narcos at the moment but that's mainly because I'm pretending I'm learning Spanish by doing it <laughs> yeah Duolingo is not cutting it for you anymore you're... well I'm still doing it I'm on 98 day streak whoa boom <gasps> says it there that's... Pretty good, pretty good. Have you done? Have you done today? Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I did do today. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say yeah. We've, you've got like an hour really and a half before. Yes. Yeah, say, say, hey, look, he's happy. He's happy. <laughs> uh, he goes gonna... like this, like halfway through, and then he gets like there's a weird one where he's got a face on his bum, and I don't quite know why that's that's something that's like. Do you know what? Have you seen it? I don't use your lingo at all because I, I find it threatening. Oh my gosh. I've got it. I'm like, I was just like, because it, it gets progressively like, at first it's like brain open time is the picture. And then it's like, um, <laughs> hey. And then it's like, I've got a face on my bum. And I'm like, hang on. Do I'm lingo? just doing your lingo face bum face. On. Did the bum. Oh, what is this? Yes. Yeah, so what is it? <laughs> Yeah. Let's practice. Let's practice. That's so weird. How weird is that? Why has he got wow. a bum on his on face? His face. Yeah, well, I don't get that. The last chance when you get when it's after 11 o'clock is mm. hilarious. But yeah, you get a screaming head in a head thing. But the double bum? Oh, someone's... So according to Reddit, oh, I think he's painted his face on his bum. Laugh my ass <laughs> off. And then someone's gone and shoved a carrot up his ass for the beak. It's <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing, right? Oh god! You see, there's another one where he has a little bum, but it's just like Duolingo. Why? Anyway, I don't know. It doesn't. Whenever that's sort of like, I don't want to. I don't want to practice. I don't want to practice. I, I. This is a whole world I've not been uh, privy to at all before this.